Oh, you mean people were arguing over unions? Yes. Wow, that's a surprise. Right? <laughs> I'm surprised someone didn't say that guns play, didn't play a part in it as well. Motherfuckers, because they, they ain't a union, that's why it broke. There wasn't no union fucking carpenters building that shit with their AK-47s on their hips. You never fucking know with this guy. <laughs> he fucking sends you help one day, and then he's going to fuck you in the ass the next. Yep. <laughs> really, once again, I've said it nine times. Jerking so much cock right yeah. now. My name is Andy Rowan from Red Tech, and I'm Pastor, and you're listening to Bacon and Nays. Baconandnays.com, baconandnays.com, for all of your entertainment needs, or as much as we possibly can entertain you with whatever direction we're going this week. Baconandnays.com is a log flume podcast variety show. We're going to talk about pretty much whatever we want. And when I say whatever we want, it's pretty much what Chris wants because he does all the work and I just sit here and react. So, baconandnays.com slash Amazon. Do some shopping on that shit. Kick us back a few shekels. Hopefully you can't hear Chris flushing the turlet right now because he just rocked a mean piss. <laughs> he got that coffee dick. Baconandnays.com, folks. Coffee dick. Your bacon <laughs> and your coffee dick. And this is Bacon and Nays, and that was a sweet-ass Jimmy Solo intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just try and be... I'm awake now. Are you? I am. Those, I mean, Jimmy Solo intros don't happen often. I don't no. Know, I don't know that they've ever happened. No, that's that's true. Uh, We did an impromptu interview last episode. That, it actually went surprisingly well. I I'm, hope I hope the audio turns out. I mean, you never know with this shit. I'm not very good with there it. There wasn't so. there wasn't as much feedback as there was with uh, with Daffron. Yeah, and I think that's mostly because he's a piece of shit and has to wear those stupid fucking earpieces and be like, "You think that's what it was?" I'm Mike. Yeah, check this out. I got her, 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 her. That's Mike. That's I actually name. resent that too because I use the same thing. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna call you guys lame for it. I could call you something '90s and say sugar shorts, but um, oh, there was this girl that we used to work with at uh at at Sears, and that was her way of saying homosexual. She'd be like, "Do you see that man come in here the other day? He had some sugar shorts on." And it's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then she keep talking like this, and you're like. You you were born and raised in Arnold. I don't know where your fucking accent came from. Wow. So there's some definite aggression happening right at the top. I just don't understand people from Missouri that have this fucking southern draw from Georgia. Yeah, it that no that's very, it's very irritating. It is. I do know that. Yes. Uh, and you know I run into that at the factory, too. Oh, God, yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get started on the subject of today's episode... Mm-hmm. Got a little corrections department. Of course. We always do, don't we? Yeah, it's probably 
towards me because I don't think before I speak. So go on. It's actually towards me. Oh wow! Um, remember the beginning of last not well the episode before last? Yeah, where I was talking about basketball. For some reason, and the average height of a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, what I did you guess, say it was six seven. I guessed that it was six seven. Okay. This episode, we don't need a correction department because I was fucking correct. Holy shamoli! I googled it when I was uh, well, listening back for editing purposes, yeah. and I'll be goddamned. Google told me six seven is the average height. That was just a well-educated guess because you were the biggest. With March Madness going on, I know you're killing your bracket oh, right now, dude. You're killing it. Xavier is totally going to win this, and only because he's one of the X Men. Okay, I'm done. Oh man, we were just getting started. Oh, I fucking psyched you out, fucking. Oh shit. Man, you got super lemmy mic going on today. It's like <laughs> it's because it's straight down into your gullet. It is, but here's the thing: uh, I made the comment yesterday that I was not fucking leaving the supine position today. Yeah, and then I uh, I get a text message that says that my cousin popped out a kid. Well, I guess his girlfriend is the one that pooped it out, but. Pooped it out her butt? <laughs> Pooped it out her butt. So I actually have to get up today and be a fucking functioning member of society. So while you can, you're going to lay back in a relaxed position. With my mind on my money and the mic in my mouth. Well, let's not put it all the way in your mouth. I mean, well, here. <laughs> it's close. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get the mic as close to my mouth without it being annoying to me. That's what I'm trying to do. What about... Because everyone would... says, oh, he's the worst person to fucking edit for because he fucking sounds so goddamn quiet. But I don't understand because I'm talking just like you. Your voice just fucking projects more. Um, I don't think anybody is complaining about it anymore because Tim has let me handle all of the audio editing for the last probably five episodes. So if anybody's complaining, it should be me. I'm not complaining. So I think you're really in your own head about this at this point. You need to just chill the fuck out. <laughs> can't, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> okay, so uh, further corrections department. I don't know if you want to get into this since we have a pretty long episode ahead of us. Just fucking do it. You never uh, maybe make this short story short. Uh, you never really addressed the, uh, stormtroopers and the force, why you hate the stormtroopers and the force. Um, okay. So I'll just do two. I'll just do two. I could fucking go on for an entire hour and a half, but, uh, wow. stormtroopers, uh, worst shots ever. Uh, so therefore, I mean, they, they, what are their point? They can't, they don't fucking protect anything because they're so just, they're fucking pawns. They don't protect anything. They're just bodies. It's stupid. And number two, the force. Ugh. Telekinesis is the worst fucking ability on the planet. For, especially for a movie. It's like, here, I'm going to do this fucking choke and I'm just going to stare at you intensely and you got to react to it. It's fucking dumb. I hate it. The force fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue these points. I just wanted you to finally get them out. 
because it seems like you got a lot of aggression on the podcast this week and <laughs> i just want to add to it even further i guess that's cool i just want to fan these flames you that's know what cool. i'm saying that's cool I think your I think your podcasting aggression started as like a little ember today, mm-hmm. and it has steadily grown to a giant, Just billowing like, it into yeah. a fucking forest fire. Yeah, <sighs> pretty soon we're gonna have some collapsing walking bridges on our hands. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because you know those those collapse because of fires all the time. No, they collapse because um. Because unions didn't build them. Oh, God, don't get me started on that shit. I thought you didn't keep up with the news because you didn't want to be depressed. No, it's... I overheard these people in the store fucking arguing about it. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean people were arguing over unions? Yes. Wow, that's a surprise. Right? <laughs> I'm surprised someone didn't say that guns didn't play a part in it as well. Motherfuckers! Because it ain't a union. That's why it broke. There wasn't no union fucking carpenters building that shit with their AK-47s on their hips. I swear to God, if I have to hear about another non-union job, I swear to God. (laughs) They're taking their jobs. (laughs) All right, let's move on. This is getting a little ridiculous. We have been promising this for a week or two. So, let's get to it, shall we? I actually typed out my notes because they were pretty much illegible by the time I got done. What font did you use, by the way? The smallest possible font. Um, Because this is like maybe 12 or 10. I'm pretty sure it's 8. It's 8? Yeah. Oh, boy. So, because I was printing out a library, I wanted to spend the least amount of money possible. Dude. Dude, for I real. I know. It's 10 cents a page, but... No, there's a printer at my house. You could have brought no. your laptop, and we could have fucking printed them out for free. I don't have word processor on my laptop. Uh, that shit costs money. So, to the library I went, which is about two minutes from my house, so it's not that big a deal. Anyway, let's get past this, plus shall we? Plus gas money, plus your time, plus the 10 cents per copy. This I think t- it would have just been easier to just buy the fucking program. No. And Tim could probably bootleg it for you anyway. He probably could, but uh, this took me less than an hour to type up because I'm a fucking gangster. And let's, let's get to this segment, shall oh, we? Now we've I been, don't want to. We've been pushing this fucking shit off for a little too long, in my opinion. Uh, well, we are covering... doesn't matter. Excuse me? I said your opinion doesn't fucking matter. Okay, well, don't talk under your breath. Talk to me. Fucking talk under my breath. (laughs) (laughs) We're covering the the comic Invincible, and we're going to do the last, uh, what do they call it, a saga, I guess? Yes. The last... uh, I'm surprised you didn't start with fucking uh, 132. uh, Well, I I don't know. I kind of wanted to do... The end of all things, like the last twelve part thing that they did, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And it, there, I know there was a major death in one thirty two that led to this, but it was this, one of the most brutal things ever. Oh, it totally was. But I feel like I feel like we twelve is probably enough. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I get it. And I mean, they address it. So no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So for people cool. listening. We're going to start at issue 133 and go through issue 144, which is the final issue of Invincible. Now, uh, we're not going to do a lot of background info on this podcast. We're just going to cover what is in these because that is enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And we're, it's going to be the same kind of format that we did for Walking Dead. I'm going to give you a kind of rundown of what is in each issue. And then when we get to the end of the issue, we're going to talk about it. Gotcha. So, uh, listeners, if you want spoilers, you're going to get a lot of them. So, maybe... You know that you know that what we're doing is is that we're really setting these podcasts up for zero listeners. Because if we say invincible spoilers, which nobody apparently reads that book, they'll be like, "Well, I want to fucking listen to that because I want to read it someday," and then they never will. So you might as well just listen to it. Baconandies.com. There you go. Or uh, read them because they're fucking cheap. Comicsology.com. They're all on there. Mm-hmm. Or you can bootleg them if you hate art. No. I didn't sound bitter there, did I? No. <laughs> okay, so let's get to uh, The End of All Things, part one, which is issue number 133. Uh, in issue 132, we had the death of Invincible's uh, Mark's little brother, Oliver. So in issue 133, we have the funeral of Oliver. Mm-hmm. He was killed by the evil Thrag. Mm-hmm. Uh, after his <laughs> buff as fuck, Freddie Mercury. Right, that's what he looks like. Uh, yeah, that's what he looks like, folks. After his, after uh, Oliver's kind of betrayal of Mark and Co. In quotes. Yeah, we're doing air quotes because we here. don't know quite what was all behind that yet. It hasn't all been explained yet, but we'll get to it. Um, it turns out Oliver had good intentions, uh, but it ended up badly in his case. Okay, so. Then Mark, or Invincible, and and I'm just going to go by their names from here on out. So Mark is Invincible, Invincible is Mark, okay? Who's Invincible again? Mark. Uh, Mark beats up Alan, his alien friend. Um, Eve interrupts and yells at Mark for being reckless. Alan jokes with Tara about punching his eye. I don't know if you remember that scene, oh, but yeah, I really like that. that. Yeah. Uh Mark and Eve get married quickly, and then we have the bombshell of this issue, which is that Alan tells Telia, his wife, he that he knows pressing Oliver to meet Thrag would cause him to test him, would cause Thrag to test him. So uh, he made sure Thrag knew where Mark and Eve were located. Uh, Alan knew Thrag would use them as a test. So uh, from this issue, Jimmy, will uh, do you think Alan will help be able to help lead? After this, because he doesn't seem like a very strong leader in this episode, in this issue, I mean, uh, he kind of comes I'm always across as a side on the side of Alan, but that's only because I he's been one of my favorites since the, I mean the very beginning. Yeah, but he in that in this issue specifically, he doesn't seem like he's a very strong leader because he fucked up bad. You know what I mean? And he feels you could tell he feels remorse. But that happens with any leader. Oh, totally. Well, yeah. Well. In my opinion, any good leader. Right. Now, other people will differ on that, and they say a good leader shows no remorse and blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, I know my ADD was kicking in. Yeah, don't mess, don't mess with that. Cause <laughs> I it, can't help it. I'm just like, whoo, something to play with. I, I agree with you, but I, I think that it's if a leader realizes he's making his mistake at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in hindsight, they can they have the – they are smart enough to realize that they fucked up. Yeah. But if they're bad leader, then they're just like, fuck it, I didn't do anything wrong, I'm the best leader ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, early thoughts, do you think anybody is going to survive this giant-ass war that's potentially about to happen? Because um, Invincible's pissed. Yeah. No, there's, there's 
Eve is pissed. There's always going to be casualties. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. But who do you think, early on in this, who did you think was going to be maybe the next death? I honestly thought, well, should I say it? Because I don't know if it wants to give anything away or whatnot. It's not going to give anything away. Just say who you thought early on would die. I thought Alan was. I really did. Yeah. I thought Alan was, I thought he was fucking toast. I, yeah, I mean, among the characters, I feel like we were going to lose the ones that were a little bit less important. Not the central, central characters, because but they, like because, the outliers. Because you always want to save like that big shocking one yeah. for to to tie up, to put a big bow tie on the whole reason that it's ending. It's like, well, this right here is the main catalyst for why it's ending. So, And you're just questioning who that big one is going to be, Especially right? Especially considering Alan is the leader of the fucking coalition. So. I'll tell you who I thought it was going to be. I thought Eve was for sure going to You die. thought so? Yeah. I thought I, I thought he would. That would be the ultimate price that Mark would have to pay for this entire thing. Is losing. And the, the ultimate price would be Terra. Okay, yeah. Because ultimate he, price would be Terra. sure. I don't. I didn't think Terra was gonna die though. No, 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 no. Especially because uh, is she still an infant at this point? Like toddlerish. Yeah. No, she's no, a, no. She's like nine-ish at this point. She. Uh, I think she's a toddler. I think th- I think like five ish somewhere around there. Cause cause Mark was gone for like five years, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, Viltrumite's age differently too. Okay, yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, let's get. We have a lot to cover, so let's yeah. get to the next yeah. issue. One thirty four. Thrag uh, promises young twin Viltrumite. Uh, fuck, what was her name? I had it down. Ursal. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, she promise he promises Ursal they'll avenge her dead brother, who is uh, her twin brother. Uh, Thrag shows rage when she wants comfort, so you start seeing the cracks in Thrag already. Um, Alan confesses to Mark Neve what he did with Oliver. Uh, Mark pledges to help Alan regardless. Mark says, "You did what I couldn't do. You put your people before your loved ones." Uh, Mark convinces his dad to join, who is uh, Omni Man. Omni um, Man. He is uh, he- his dad is hesitant, but he says he will ask his uh, Viltrumite people to help. Uh, at this point, he is the Val- Viltrumite um, Emperor. Emperor. Uh, Eve changes Mark's outfit back to the classic yellow, black, and blue with a uh, yellow mask, and uh, the young Terra laughs at them, which I thought was hilarious. Because they do look kind of ridiculous, and for and like in a kid's eyes, that's fine. In a kid's eyes, like it's a so much superhero better than outfit, just the black and blue. Oh, I, it definitely. I is. liked it way better, but yeah, it's one. It's that's one of trivial. my favorite outfits. Yeah, it's it is. trivial. Uh, right here we have a twelve small panel page and one long panel at the bottom, similar to the Watchmen layouts, which I fucking love when they do like sixteen panel pages like that mm-hmm. you can fit a lot of cool information in um and this is the montage of their last day with Terra on earth uh thrag's plan is to retake the planets that join the coalition mark says at the end of the issue i have a better plan uh jimmy did you think mark would spill the beans immediately to the to the reader about what the plan was here or do you think spreading it out is a little better i think i I thought spreading i i 
figured spreading it out was going to be the way that it was going to go down. Yeah, um, I mean, it depends on how they're going to tell over the twelve issues, like how fast shit is going to happen. And that and I mean? that was actually the very the very beginning. That was my whole fear, was with only having twelve issues left. Um, how are they going to fit all these loose ends in one thing? Absolutely. Now, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, these were a little longer. There was uh, as far as they added more panels to the page. Uh, well, yeah, see, like I said, like, it's a lot, like, on a couple of different occasions throughout this, they do those 16-panel right. things. So it it does read a little longer. It's not as fast. So you can get a lot more information. There's for- a point where it jumps up in speed, and I'll get to that when we get to it. But, and there's also a couple of, uh, there, there's either one or two double-sized issues in this run. So, um, anyway, yeah, they, I feel like they did a pretty good job in pacing overall. But we'll, but we'll get to that. Well, and and, and th- what I was going to say was at the beginning of this one is where I really thought, okay, this is the big twist where I, I really did think that it was going to be Mark versus Alan. Yeah, okay, so that leads to the next thing I was going to ask you. Is Alan trustworthy? Because yeah. here you're questioning that, right? I really thought, I really did think that this was where they were finally going to turn it and it was going to become a Mark. Sides were going to be taken. and Exactly, yeah. exactly. Lines were going to be drawn, that so, kind of thing. Yeah. Like a better version of what happened in Civil War. Yeah. Because that fucking comic run sucked to me, but whatever. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Yeah. Let's move on to issue 135, part three. Uh, Thrag establishes new bases of the Viltrium Empire. Um, he goes to the Battle Beast planet, which I forgot what the Battle Beast planet is called, and they didn't mention it, so I didn't do the research We're just going to call it Unmetal. Okay. Uh <laughs> Infighting leads to easy takeover there, uh, and usually on all the planets that they go to, there's fucking bullshit mm-hmm. going on. So he just they just come in and reestablish themselves brutally. That's what the old Viltrumites did. So uh, Mark and Eve uh, have emphasis on turning uh, planets without killing. Yep. Right. That's their whole philosophy. Yep. Um, Compassion. Right. Uh, the new Viltrumite way. Um, they're promising other races that they won't have to fight. Uh, Space Racer follows a Viltrumite, le- and that leads him to the central base of the old Viltrumites, led by Thrag. Uh, Alan is very skeptical of this entire thing, always. Hands down, by the way, my favorite part of that whole of that whole issue. Space Racer? You don't see him very often, but when you do, it's pretty sweet. His I, moments are awesome. His yeah. moments are cool. It, yeah. And there's another moment a little bit later that I definitely mentioned. Uh Okay, so Ursal, the uh, female twin villager, begins to see he that uh, Thrag is wrong. You see her questioning mm-hmm. everything that he does throughout the rest of this thing. Yeah. Um, heroes attack uh, Thrag's home base. So we're moving right along with this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they're not wasting any time. It's time for a fucking battle to take place. Did you think it was too early for the attack, or do you think that no. we're right on time? I think it's right on time. I, I thought it was right I agree on with time you. anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Because, first off, if you're at this point in the series, you've passed the Viltrumite War, right. and nothing was going to be as fucking epic as that was, in my opinion. I knew this was... I knew this was going to be. There's some pretty big shit that happens in this series. There is, though. but I still don't think any. I think that was really the. That was the peak, in my opinion. Yeah. That's also my humble opinion, and no one gives a shit about it. So moving on. <laughs> well, I myself, I feel like 
these stand up with all the best moments in the series, in my personal opinion. Well, in my personal opinion, since we're just throwing these out, <laughs> this is hands down my favorite comic series I've ever read. So fuck yeah. So <laughs> I'm so there is not a bad moment in this series. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh, I'm gonna. You can disagree all you want. I think that there are moments that are below others, but I think that's just natural in the course of a hundred plus series of comics. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, There's villains that are better than others. There's moments that are better. I don't. This whole thing is kind of we get a little too insulated with what opinions we have and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I, all this to say, totally agree. If not my favorite, one of my favorite comics ever. Definitely my favorite superhero comic I've ever read. Yeah, this is this is my favorite though. But uh, how stupid is the Battle Beast leader in this? By the way, hmm. he just blindly sides with Thrag, and then you have his one of his cohorts. It's like, dude, Thrag led. Uh, he, I mean, Thrag is wearing your. You're, the battle beast on his fucking yeah. around his shoulders and you're here siding with him what is wrong with you and then thrag just takes over it easily so he's a fucking idiot that's basically what that question was about god man that was that was oh man i didn't see that coming I didn't either. That I thought it was a little ridiculous. I thought the if any planet's going to put up a fight, it's going to be the exactly battle. Exactly what I'm saying is that they. I mean, he. Yeah, he's wearing their fucking dead leader. You're right. Anyway, uh, where were we at? Let's see here. One thirty six, right? Mm-hmm. Thousands of Viltrumites converge and attack. Uh, at home on Telesker, Terra is wanting to join the fight, but is. Uh, Dangerous at home with uh, other children. Um, she blames herself for Oliver's death. We flash back to the battle. Uh, it's very bloody. Swarms of uh, Viltrumites die. Badass uh, Adam Eve knight and sword and shield outfit. Yeah, that was pretty fucking sweet. Ursal pleads to let up on the battle. Thrag chokes her for uh, for objecting. The plan seems to be to trick Thrag into believing he's won an escape, forcing uh, retaliation immediately by Thrag. Uh, so we think that they're being kind of beaten back, but that's all part of the plan. Yeah, didn't see that coming, by the way. I didn't either. Uh, Mark says we are leading them to Earth, which seems like a terrible idea. Awful idea. Yeah. That was the whole reason they left, <laughs> right. was to keep uh, Thrag away from Earth. Did you think that... This, and the Viltrumite children. You think too, this so. reveal was a good ending to this issue? Yes. The Earth, the Earth bombshell was pretty. Yeah, cool. it was big. It was because it really it, it it. I mean, that was the last panel turn. Yeah. When you and you're like, oh fuck, why are they going back to Earth? Exactly. And then you're like, well, damn it, now, now I gotta I wait a month. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That's by the way how I felt after every single one of uh-huh. these issues. I was like a month. Fuck. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So the cracks are showing even further because he's choking his daughter, and you see him. Not caring whatsoever for his people. They I, I they are so far below him in his eyes now. I think we've said this before, but but here collectively on this podcast, we will draw a hard line in the sand and say domestic abuse, not fans of it. That I think it's safe <laughs> to say that I'm that I'm not stepping on your toes here. No, not at all. Yeah. Not cool, Thrag. Not cool. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna join you in that sentiment. Um 137, 
The uh, eyepatch good Vilgermite on Earth expl- is explaining the mandate of the government to gather all the Vilgermite children. Then we have a funny panel where Anissa says, Horseshit. Um, <laughs> she says, Calling a thing the excrement of another creature is a delightful Earth custom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rex intercepts the Earth Vilgermite transmission, which uh, was there was the call to arms right. transmission. Um Mark confesses to his dad about Anissa raping him, so we're starting to kind of tie up that which, loose end on, on Mark's side. Which and, was um, kind of crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you knew that that storyline had to eventually get wrapped up, but I, did, I still wasn't sure what was going to happen with that. Uh, and there's still some loose ends on Anissa's side, and yep. we'll get to that. Uh, Tara flies and goes out of control into Telescria, which is a kind of a funny thing where... Her mom is hanging from her as she's flying. She's like, I can't fly, I can't fly. Ah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Ursel tries to impart wisdom to not view death for Thrag's causes the only way. She's talking to her people there. Right. Uh, the plan, uh, Mark's plan is to fly close to the sun so Thrag can't see additional forces until it is too late for Thrag. Thrag threw uh, his wee cadets onto the fire first. Fucking. So even less caring for his people. Oh, yeah. Uh, bombshell. Well, that was that was the original Viltrumite way. Right. If you were weak, you were going to die. Yeah, it's absolute brutality. That. Simple as that. The bombshell at the end of this one, Rex is the one taking the Viltrumite kids on Earth. Uh, excuse me. Um, Who's a bigger heel right now, Rex or Thrag? Rex. Yeah, I mean, when you Rex. start involving the kids. I, I haven't liked... Well, you're not supposed to, but I haven't liked Rex in fucking forever. He's completely untrustworthy. Completely. He's done so much to fuck over Mark at every turn. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the people of Earth are going to fucking idolize him for basically wiping out crime. and. Yeah, I mean, there's a good and the bad to Rex, and that's we'll see a lot of yeah. that down the line here. But uh, It's black and white with story. him only. That's it. Totally. Um... Uh, we're wondering here, what is Rex's plan, and who is most at risk by Rex's actions, right? Mm-hmm. 138, the cover is a full photo of Omni-Man. I knew once I saw that shit is about to go down, and it is not good probably for yep. Omni-Man. Yep. Uh, Thrag and Omni-Man square off. Uh, that's pretty much this whole fucking issue. Yeah, and it's super and it's badass. fucking awesome. <laughs> it's I mean, it's one of the best battle issues ever. Yes. Uh, Rex tells uh, the families that it's good. It's for their own good that he is. Uh, he's mandating this mm-hmm. thing to gather the, cho- the Viltrumite kids. Um, he aims to stop any threat from reaching Earth. So we're seeing what his real plan is here. Right. Um, super bloody fight between Omni Man and Thrag. Uh. Mark's dad and Mark super are superimposed over a two sixteen panel page thing. It's probably my favorite two panels of the entire series because it, I I love the fucking Watchmen shit in the back, and then you have the giant uh, bloody battle between them, and then you have then you have Mark also right on the side of them, and it's just it's fucking cool. The thing is, the thing is, whenever I'm reading something like this, I. I have to I have to physically stop myself. Yeah. Because when battle scenes are happening like this, especially in comics, 
you tend to like you're you study everything you're you're going at a much faster pace yeah and all of a sudden you skip stuff and it's like wait a minute and i go back and really take it all in and you're like holy fuck look at all this that's going on yeah totally it, it's and sometimes they even on some of the some issues back further in the catalog or whatever they'll throw in a little like winks mm-hmm. to the reader and they actually do that in here a little bit i didn't mention a ton of them but here and there you know um so i just i when i notice something amazing i had to put it in my notes right uh let's see do thrag impales mark's dad but you don't know if he killed him yet you just see that they did that so you're questioning at the end of this can he be saved and uh it's pretty intense month wait mm-hmm <laughs> Yep. Uh, and, Once uh, again, fuck. Yeah. And you wonder if Rex will kill anyone coming up because he's obviously becoming way more aggressive in his actions, right? Yeah. And he is on his way to this battle. Okay. So, one thirty-nine. Mark fights Thrag. Rex arrives to the battle. Space Racer says, yeah, baby, to the alien lady. I forget, I can't remember who that alien lady is. As well. uh, total kind of Ash move there. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, Space Racer is very kind of close to Ash from Evil Dead for some reason. I feel like like that's what he would sound like. In, that's, my, that's a, you, in my head, that's what I feel like he would sound see, like. See, that's so weird to me because in my head he's got like... <laughs> voice i don't know why but i feel like he's just a badass he should oh, have for sure he like if he had a laser gun for like an arm <laughs> he'd be more like ash i guess i guess yeah <laughs> or mega man one of the two uh eve saves omni man and uh anissa atones for her past with uh mark by saving eve and omni man and she tells eve you know tell mark i'm sorry right Mark plunges Thrag towards the sun, and you and the reader gets very nervous about this, obviously. Uh, Ursal calls for a stop to the battle uh, from her people after Thrag abandons big, them all. A big <laughs> Sorry. It's a good song. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, will both, and Mark, will both Mark and Thrag die? Did, were you thinking that here? No. I was not really sure what was going to happen. I thought it was certainly possible that they could I didn't both think either, die. I didn't think either one of them would die. Really? Really. I did not think that at all. I don't see a way that you get out of this series without Thrag dying. Absolutely. But I did. I just saw... In this battle, you're saying? Yes. I did not see... I did. Okay, basically, it was like I did not see this being what actually kills him. What about Mark's dad? You think he's dead? At this point, I was pretty much sure he was. Well, Adam Eve has pretty good healing powers that she's she, taking him somewhere. She so does. You, there's still hope. I, it, in my gut of gut, I was just like, if they're gonna do it, they have to do it now. Yeah. Because if he I, comes back from this and then gets the fucking flu and dies, that's gonna be horseshit. Yeah, and well, obviously the flu ain't gonna kill him because he's Omni Man. <laughs> but I know. I'm just. I I thought he was probably gonna die. Uh, at this point, anyway, what does uh, what does the surrender of the bad Viltrumites mean now that you know what I mean? Because it really it it literally means that she just stopped them from battling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, didn't see that coming. I didn't either. It was... But I guess now that they don't have anyone, they Thrag is like all these that his people know. You know what I'm saying? So well, because and this is take this, him out because then. this isn't the true Viltrumites, right? This is the um, underling. Um, Oliver, uh, what, do, do you remember what Oliver's uh, th- that bug alien planet that he came from? Do you remember what that Telescria? Uh, something like that. Like that's where they were. That's where they were living. Because because that's whenever Thrag ended up multiplying with like every woman on that planet. Yeah, they're not the true os- uh, Viltrumite offspring. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, but all this to say, like they lose the one Viltrumite thing they know. The only thing they know mm-hmm. is these well, Viltrumite ways. Been, have been yeah. He's been raising them in the original Viltrumite way. Right. So. I mean, he was very brutal with his own fucking kids. Totally. Um, let's see here. 140, the sun battle between Mark and Thrag. Revenge is Thrag's only goal, we find out. Um, this is the brightest issue you will ever read. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> it's very they they very they focus very much on that end of the spectrum yeah. with colors. Which makes sense. Um so Mark pushes him close to the sun. Both guys are super scorched, and they look pretty badass. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Uh, the art in this issue is pretty Phenomenal. different. It's it's awesome, and it's different than anything else yep. they did, uh, which I like. They didn't just stick to their guns. They mm-hmm. tried something new for this last thing. Thrag uh, fights for nothing, but Mark fights for everything he loves in his home. Rex sends him a suit of armor, which lets Mark uh, last even longer in the battle. Uh, represents his friends helping him. Thrag has no one. This is where uh, Mark's transmitter uh, inside of him, which allows him to communicate with the Viltrumites with his mind, mm-hmm. it shorts out because they're so close to the sun. So we switch to inner Mark's inner dialogue here, which is a in- very interesting touch. Um, com- the compassion of the Viltrumites was buried, but now it is shown. Uh, Mark kills Thrag. And gives up himself, but dun, 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 Alan swoops yep. in and carries him away as we see Thrag disintegrate into the sun. At the ship, Mark is brought into medical care. His sister, Ursal, is released from cuffs by Alan. Alan asks, Thra- if, Alan asks if Thrag ever taught her about forgiveness. And that's how we end that issue. Uh, let's see. We have lots of time for series to wrap up with four issues you left uh what do you think i personally was like how the fuck are they gonna fit this all in only four issues yeah you say a lot of time i was like there's still so well, much we to have do. three we have three and one double we didn't know that at the time but right but i was my whole thing was that they still i mean rex is a problem I guess I didn't really think of that when I was take when I was on this issue. I like Rex. Well, you got to think about this. Rex sent him that fucking thing, so you got to think like Doesn't we're still matter. getting mixed messages. Get mis- you can get mixed messages all you want, but in the end, Thrag is or Thrag. Uh, Rex is only about Rex and what is good for Earth. Well, we find we find out here in a little bit what Rex's true intentions are here. So, okay, let's move on to one forty one then. 
Oh, also, before I move on, did you like this the sun setting for the battle? Fuck, yes, I did. Yeah, I thought it was awesome, too. I think we sort of addressed that, but I wanted to make sure I asked it you. It was way better than what they did in the Green Lantern movie. I feel like he had that. I feel like uh, Kirkman had that planned for a long time. Because mm-hmm. that's a brilliant thing for them to do. You know what I mean? Like, where are both of them less powerful? Fucking next to the sun. What's a better place for them to battle? That's different than anything else they've done in the series. And the sun is unless they pulled it from the Green Lantern movie, right? Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they want to give the Green Lantern movie any credit. People for talk shit about that movie. All I actually want. really I thought it was it. a good movie. I yeah, texted exactly. you right after I got out of it, and yeah. I said I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was. A, it was it the best? Hell no. But moving on, let's get into one forty one. One forty one. Grandma tells uh, Omni Man that her cookies are oh shit. Her she tells she tells Tara that Omni Man is her her dad. Um, Tara thinks anyone can be healed, so she doesn't quite understand. Right, because she is the daughter of two superheroes. You see, kind of from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Robo Dad and Mark because they're <laughs> how they heal them is with this robotic looking shit. Yeah. Um, and turns out uh, Omni Man is on his deathbed. He imparts the wisdom to Mark that he should lead and build a better world. That his people need him. Um, he is free of the old brutal Viltrumite ways. Mark still fights it, even though his dad is dying. But uh, then uh, Tara and Grandma come in, and they have a really kind of sad scene together for a second. And then we we uh, time jump a little bit. Uh, Mark has recovered and has uh, some grown back hair after all, his entire body was pretty much scorched. Mm-hmm. So he has recovered okay. Um, Eve is mad at uh, Nolan Omni-Man's dying wish for uh, Mark to be the leader. Mark has a moment with Tara sleeping. And uh, you see his growth as a father. He says to her while she's sleeping, one day you'll be alone too, which is pretty fucking sad. But it's the truth. I say it's life. Yeah, exactly. He's being a father. Uh, Last page, uh, multiple Rex bots surrounding the ship. And that's one of those page-turning reveals that they're so good at. Yep. Uh, Did you feel okay with uh, Nolan's send-off? Omni-Man's final issue? Yes and no. Yeah, I'm, I was kind of torn on that one, too, because it feels like. I feel like if he was going to go out, he should go out in the true Viltrumite way and not like, I got the black lung. Well, <laughs> he did die from battle with his ultimate enemy. Save the whales. <laughs> Do you hear what I said, though? Yes. Okay, so, I mean, dying from battle is. Is the true Viltrumite way. Uh, right. Yes. Uh, passing of the torch is complete here. Rex, uh, around the ship can only be bad at this point. Yep. What, uh, what were your predictions before seeing what was going to happen? Uh, I can actually, I remember, oh my God, I was sitting in my room on the edge of the bed reading it. And as soon as I flipped it over, I go, oh, you cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and- I was like, I was sitting at work reading. I was like, No. Damn it. And, and Jackie and Jackie goes, what? And I go, you never fucking know with this guy. <laughs> he fucking sends you help one day, and then he's going to fuck you in the ass the next. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, so. Okay, so 142, we have the best uh, miniseries title of any in the series. 
Robot War Part One, one of, of one. one. Okay, so that's ma- of course, Invincible is kind of infamous for making fun of yes. other superhero comics. Uh, basically, every issue says the greatest superhero comic in the world or something like that. And then it's slashed out, and I think it says like universe or something. Yeah, like they that. they eventually changed it to universe. They they changed it a few different. But it's times. always got the slash through it because it, you can tell it's been updated right uh so up so, until that i think my favorite one was the the reboot oh yeah yeah the reboot series was great yeah uh that's another one that i want to cover on the pocket that'll be the next one that we do okay is the reboot and uh so anyway let's get to robot war part one of one this is a fucking great issue uh-huh we have uh turns out it's a blockade of rex outfits between him between our uh, coalition and Earth. Yep. Uh, Rex assumes Mark will turn the Viltrumites against him, so he had to strike first. This is where the evil guy explains his plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Rex gathered the offspring as a failsafe if Mark failed against Thrag. Now they're a tool to turn against Mark. So both ways, he was able to use it against whoever was going to come because out of this Viltrumite thing. thinking 17 steps ahead. Exactly. So Rex turns against... Or he t- Rex turns the adult Viltrumites that were on Earth uh, originally with the kids uh, against the Coalition using their kids as bait. Eve asks uh, Ursal and the other Viltrumites to help. So we have the evil Viltrumites join the Coalition side, which did not expect that. Yep. Uh, Mark enlists Immortal and his kids... Also, his wife, Duplicate. Okay, so this is where we start getting into some fucking deep old school, cut. deep cut shit. Yep. I and, was, and I was popping such a chub dude, during this. Me too. And <laughs> when I got to this part, this is when I started doing deep dive research. <laughs> so here we go. Yep. Um, Eve, the family, and the Viltrumites break through the, vol- the blockade with the help of a guardian of the globe. Mm-hmm. One of our fucking favorites from the past. Tech, tech jacket, jacket. which was love. fucking great. Yep, I love tech jacket. Okay, so this is where we have the Guardians of the Globe meet up, right? Uh, and I have all I did to- a bunch of fucking research here, and I get I got all of them. Okay, uh huh. So here's the list: we have Brit, Brit Junior, Brit Junior, but we hadn't seen him before, right? Uh, so that was a surprise, and we have a cool moment with Brit Junior coming up. Uh, Donald Ferguson. Outrun, Le Bruiser, Yeti, Monster Girl, El Chubacabra, Kaboomerang, Pegasus, Monax, and Best Tiger. Mm-hmm. So then we have the moment with, uh, and they're basically enlisting their help, and this is the conversation that they're having to enlist their help. Okay, so right. Brit Jr. brags to Tara, where the two kids are talking to each other. Right. Brit Jr. brags to Tara that he can break a tank in half over his head, and she punches him, and he goes flying across the room. But then he <laughs> says, didn't hurt, <laughs> which is a classic kid thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you punched me. Well, yeah, right. It didn't even hurt me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So, I'm rubber, you're glue. And I typed, ha, ha, ha. Uh, the attack begins with, uh, everybody's involved now. Everyone. Uh, Mark whispers to the adult Viltrumites that joined Rex, who turned against him to, uh, put on a show of a battle against the good guys, but don't actually kill anybody or they'll never, they'll never see their Viltrumite kids again. And the guy with the eye patch is who he whispers it to. And he looks super worried when he tells him this, which he, I mean, they know that it, they have to do this now. Okay. Yeah. So... 
Uh, we have a villain agent Zandel's in the middle of the action for whatever reason. The black mm-hmm. the black villain agent is just in the middle of the fucking battle. <laughs> I mean, well, they had to put him somewhere. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but yeah, he doesn't really get involved too much. He's just sort of there. Right. Um, we have a giant two-page splash battle scene. You got to love that shit. You, that's one of those ones where you stop and study every little thing that's happening. Uh-huh. And in this one, it's full color, so you get a classic giant battle scene with the Guardians of the Globe, and I just fucking love it. Um, Tech Jacket and uh, Eve search for the kids in the uh, in the Pentagon under the Pentagon, right? Right. The reanimate appear, and they're like, "Okay, we got to be close." So that's another flashback from our, uh, earlier issues. Yep. Uh, Rex talks to Monster Girl about their past, which is another. Tying up of loose ends, Monster Girl pinpoints. When's the last time we saw Monster Girl? Exactly, a I mean, long time. All, most of these, most of these guys, we haven't seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Monster Girl pinpoints the real Rex by this conversation that they're having. Um, Mark takes Rex out of orbit. The robots stop battling because Mark because Rex is out of orbit. Uh, Rex has a last ditch effort to convince Mark to. Uh, just give up, and uh, Mark's impales Rex. <laughs> so, so this is not good for Rex. Um, Mark's Mark. We go back to Earth. Then uh, we just assume something happened to Rex. Either he's dead or something. We we find out here in a minute. Okay, so Mark wants a mortal to maintain peace with the help of Rex's brain in a device that he could still communicate with. Which did not see that coming. Nope. Um. The bombshell is Mark is introduced to uh, Anissa's son, Marky, right after this. Yeah. Turns out, and, uh, and the reader with a close eye will have noticed this, but Marky, we realize, was in an earlier issue of this little series here. Um, I did not realize that. Yeah, he was with... During the horseshit conversation, yeah, he was with his mom and his dad when they were having that conversation, like in the background playing with toys or something. Yeah, I would. I and I completely missed that. You, if you go back a couple and you look, he mm-hmm. does look exactly like Mark in that too. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know that I realized that when I read this, but when I read it for the second time, I did. So. Um, I think this is obvious, but is this issue the love letter to the fans? At this point, absolutely. Yeah, because we're tying up loose ends a little Tons bit. Tons of them. Yeah, and we're seeing some of the old characters. We're uh-huh. like, fuck yeah. You can see them in battle again. Yep. I, I, mean, I feel like if you're going to end Invincible and you don't do this, like that's a huge letdown. So they address that issue. Yeah. Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Kaboomerang. Fuck, when's the last time we saw that dude? Most of these people, I mean... I mean... That's because they haven't. They, I mean, when's the last time we saw the Guardians of the Globe? It's been forever, right? And how and forcing them in? Why would you do that? You got to have a good moment, or else. Yeah, this made sense. This exactly. made sense, and they made it work. So I love that, especially and, considering most of most of the issues, especially around the Viltrumite War, it, it, it stopped focusing so much on Earth and was going to planetary. I mean, solar systems, uni- I mean, universes far away. Yeah, so there was no reason there for them no to be on Earth. There was no reason to be there. They weren't even living on Earth. No. Except, well, uh, 
Somebody was, right? I think somebody was. Well, uh, Omni-Man and his wife That's were right. still on Earth yeah. because she didn't want to live amongst the stars. Right. It wasn't her home. Right. So... So that and that's how we keep our connection to Earth right. with them, uh, and of course these old characters, but they're not important to the story at the time. So anyway, uh, is would you consider Rex's brain being in stasis enough punishment? We don't really see how far this is going to go yet, but at this point, it seems like it's just a punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's enough for Rex? I think I think well, it's also pretty sweet because it really comes full circle again. Yeah, I I think we kind of. I think they explain here that like the good and bad parts of Rex are equalized now. Like they're fully in control. Where if Rex had control of his body and and these these robotic things, these robotic outfits or whatever, right? Then he could cause fucking havoc. Yeah, because his brain is just a computer, and it's constantly running the numbers to right which outcome is going to be better. But when he has a full body to actually act on those, that's when you start seeing some, well, fucked up shit happen. He's kind of un- out of control when he has because too he much has control. Total con- yeah, he has total control at that point. Did you like the marquee reveal? Or do you feel like it's too it's late for the marquee reveal? Uh, still, even though I know how the series ended, I still don't know how I feel about marquee. Okay, so... Based on what they do in these issues after it is where my true opinion on Marky comes in. But I like I thought the reveal for the end of the issue was good. Okay. I feel like if you're gonna have a big moment, a, that reveal is fitting for a big I, moment I at I the guess end of I an was issue. Just more confused. Yeah. Well, I mean, then you gotta wait a month. You know what I'm saying? Ah! <laughs> it's a huge problem. Okay. So this whole like year, that's what I've been yeah, saying every. I know, month. dude. Me too. I mean, and also being for sad the, that I it's... mean, for the listeners, there was, I mean, there was like two months where I was like, it was actually over a year. Well, no, I know. But I mean, there was like two months for like the year where I m- made the comment to Chris. I was like, dude, I don't want to read this anymore. And he's like, what the fuck's your problem? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to have to wait a month. Yeah. And, and whereas like, I was like, I'm jonesing for this shit. Yeah. Don't tell me I don't want to read this. It's fucking great. Yeah. Okay, so 143, Marky's on the cover. We're going to get a lot of information about Marky, assuming, right? Yes. Two-week time lapse. Uh, here, uh, sad Mark still hasn't talked to his son. Well. Two weeks later, uh, giant Viltrumite Emperor ceremony for Mark. And this, th- Okay, so this is where shit starts picking up pace, and that's what we were referring to earlier. Is like, yeah. It takes a very measured pace up to this point, but these last two issues was issue and then issue plus and the next one mm-hmm. is like shit starts picking up speed yep because they got to get a lot in i guess Big time okay so we have the giant viltrumite emperor ceremony for mark mom uh, is then at nolan's grave marky destroys his room and then flies away so we're getting a lot of shit in we're seeing what everybody's doing yep uh. alan and mark say their goodbyes um they kind of Decide they can't be friends because responsibility is getting in the way of that now that they're older. Uh, Jesus, we're both having problems at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he tells Alan Viltrumites are his priority, and then he tells Eve in a scene right after that humans and Vilts are like 51, 49. Because <laughs> he's trying to make the wife happy. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, they uh, throughout this, we have the... Uh, 
Mark's thoughts of doing the galaxy more good. Marky has kind of gotten out of control in the city. And uh, Mark tells him he is his father, finally. Because he still doesn't know that. Um, Rex thinks that all Viltrumites should leave Earth. Mark agrees. And we time jump again Mm -hmm. to everyone packing up to leave within a page. Which is, I see, like, there's a lot of time jumping going on. Which I still don't know necessarily how I feel about it. I feel like it's necessary. And he actually... Uh, I'll mention this really quickly. Yeah. At the end of one of these issues, um, I think is the after the end of the last issue, they devote a lot of explaining to the end of the series and that kind of thing in the uh, Pen Vincipals, uh, which is where people write in. That's uh, they took I, a big space to explain some of these an decisions. Higher full page on right. the last one, and then I think it was about a page and a half. They explain a lot of these decisions to kind of pick speed up at the end, like somebody, one of the people wrote in and asked about it he's like listen the stuff you would have seen is kind of just filler so we said fuck it let's get rid of it let's keep all the most information most important information in everything else can go not to mention especially before we get into the last issue yeah um the last issue there's going to be a lot of time jumping a lot yeah. of fast forwarding and really when it boils down to it and i'll just make my my sentiment known now it it's how it had to be. Totally, because, yeah. Because the amount of information that you digest in this one issue would have been another, like, five years. Exactly. It would have been another, like, ten issues or I, another 20 issues. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Okay, so let's, we we, we got to get through these. So, uh, let's see where we left. Mark tells him he's his father. Okay, so, Rex thinks, oh, we already said that, too. Rex thinks all the bills are to leave Earth. Mark agrees. Time jump to everyone packing up to leave. Okay, that's where we were. Scott says that Marky and Co. should uh, or will not be leaving Earth, uh, but he doesn't want to cause Mark any trouble. So that's how we end that issue. Right. Uh, let's see here. We address all this. Do you agree with? Uh, yes. Agree or disagree with village uh, might evacuation? Yes. You do agree. Yes. I also think that it's the best decision, especially if, like, they're going to continue having a existence in the galaxy that is, like, balanced. And you don't want to have all the people on Earth still worrying about the Vildramites all Mm -hmm. the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be more trouble than it's worth. So, if they're okay with leaving, fine. Just yeah. fucking leave. There's plenty of places in the galaxy for the Vildramites. Mm-hmm. It's influ- It's the galaxy is fucking endless, right? In theory, so. Well, no, I mean the galaxy's flat, so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going a step further to flat galaxy theory. All right, let's move on to the next, the the final issue of Invincible. Oh, God, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna fucking cry, Jimmy. Pussy. <laughs> issue one forty four. The best double-sized final issue of all time. <laughs> That's what it said on the final issue. Yep. Uh, okay, so Mark tells Marky the Viltrumite history, and that segs into the Grayson family history. Uh, we have emphasis on being a force of change for good for all living beings in the galaxy. Then we show, uh, and I thought that was kind of a nice starter bookend to the series, mm-hmm. to show... Where we've come, where we are, and where we are now, you know? Son, and that's how the series started. Father telling his son, now we have 
the next generation. Okay, and not st- Star Trek. Right. <laughs> okay, so uh, then, fucking awesome, Battle Beast's daughter swears vengeance against all Viltrumites while she is covered in blood. Yes. Did not expect a Viltrumite, a uh, Battle Beast kind of wrap up here, but it's also a loose end. So, like, it's kind of a cool thing, like, if they ever decide to do a one-off or something like that, mm-hmm. they can dip into Battle Beast shit again. Or it's cool because they could just leave it hanging. And that's cool, too. I'm fine with either. But I thought it was. I thought seeing Battle Beast's daughter was awesome. What did you think about it? Uh, I liked it, and I was confused by it all at the same time. And you're supposed to be, I think. Because my, my, my thing was, is why would they bring this up now and not fucking dive into it? Fuck! You want to know why? Because they're taking the piss out of superhero comics. <laughs> and yeah. that's what fucking superhero comics do. Right? Yeah. They leave loose ends all the time. Yeah. So I and I I kind of just put that together. Not to, I, actually, the crazy thing is, I think it actually does tie it up, because what that does is, is it, you'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going on because okay. So um, Mark's mom is staying on Earth and will help raise Marky boy. Uh, and I don't know why I wrote that. Because uh, <laughs> he's a piece of shit and hates iPads. Apparently. All right, Mark. Oh, we're <laughs> we're getting to that. <laughs> Mark says he will uh, leave Earth, 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 but he's sad because Earth has the best comics, <laughs> uh, which I like that they threw that in there. Uh, Tara's uh, Earth visit, and uh, let's see, Marky breaks her goddamn tablet. <laughs> we have a time lapse here, and uh, we have middle school aged Marky. Um, Grandma introduces Marcus, which he li- I guess likes to be known as oh. now because he's a fucking shitty teenager. <laughs> Uh, he introduces Marcus to the tailor of all tailors, yep. Arthur. I was crying at this Dude, point. Dude, fucking beautiful. You gotta love that. Uh-huh. Uh, another early, early on stuff yep. that fan, total fanboy stuff, oh, but yeah. you gotta love it. Jerking our dicks is yeah. real hard right there. <laughs> He's the costume maker extraordinaire, so you gotta love that. Okay, so we have Marcus's first battle. He helps the Guardians of the Globe, the new Guardians of the Globe. And here's the second time I fucking popped a huge chub. <laughs> so Darkwing returns yes. after we thought he was dead since issue 60. Yeah. So long ago. As soon as I saw him fucking get burped out of the mouth yeah. of that thing, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Okay, so we have Kid Invincible. Uh, that's what he wants to be known as by the Guardians, so I thought that was kind of a cool thing. Um, then... Because he didn't know if he truly was invincible. Right. And uh, and this is at the point where he's still kind of worshipping his dad's memory. Yep. Okay, so Angstrom Levy's son appears. Deep cut right with there. With a fox named fucking Chainsaw? <laughs> that I didn't understand. I don't, I mean. That I didn't understand. I just liked it. I did too. I was uh, like, really, once again, I've said it nine times, jerking so much cock right yeah. now. Yeah. Angstrom Levy's one of my favorite characters ever. He was amazing. So you're... You're super tying up loose ends there, but also leaving a loose end. Because right? if they wanted to, they could, I mean, like you yeah, said, they, they could, could jump write, back in, They dude. could write Kid Invincible, and there's an origin right there. I feel like they kind of need to, but it's going to be, I think they'll give it a rest for a little while. Yeah. And then when they're feeling fucking frisky, they're like, let's get in our Invincible pants again, right? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Vengeance is uh, locked up at, okay, so this is explaining the um, the Darkwing thing. 
Vengeance is locked up after their battle with Invincible. The kid Invincible, I should say. Um, Shadow Realm seems to be where both uh, Vengeance got his power and where Darkwing was trapped. Okay, so then Rex tells Monster Girl he's lonely while he's in the brain uh the brain refrigerator thing. Yeah. Um she tells him he wanted this, so she's fucking ice cold to him. And well, he she should be. Yeah. Uh, Mark, he had her fucking trapped on that place because... Well, and that's what I was going to say. That's, I think, the last time we saw them is during that whole... Well, at least Monster Girl. Yep. Was during that whole arc where he was ruler of that planet. Yep. She didn't want to be there. Right, exactly. And, like, and that's And that's tying up this bullshit between them that she finally gets her justice against him. It's like, ah, who's trapped now, bitch? Yeah. Okay, so... Marcus visits his grandpa's grave and talks about their legacy. We have uh, another cool two pages of rectangle panel showing Tara growing up, which was one of my favorite fucking things ever. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. Uh, whatever, dude. No, because she's still a little baby. I thought it was fucking... You do know you see... She's a little baby. You got to see her... Uh, you never got to see her arc grow up into yeah yeah they went from a tiny little baby to a sex like a sexy fucking no no man she's got boobies at this point it's freaking me out man okay well I maybe mean, that was just the father in me that i'm not if but... really if that's what i'm saying it's like you see it from the father's perspective that's totally. where, that's how we're looking at her totally. in this she's it's her growing up in all the teenager moments and yeah as, totally. as that you see when you grow up yep. that shit it reminds me of shit that happened to you um, so yeah, so I also mentioned teen Tara complaining about her broken tablet that was mentioned <laughs> earlier. Uh, so I thought that was kind of just cool. A shitty fucking kid thing. To do. Yeah. I fucking broke my tablet. What the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, we, then we see hero Tara in an invisible outfit, which was fucking awesome. Yes, it was. She, uh, we see her join conservation efforts. Uh, Mark explains why he has no traditional mustache, which I feel like that's tying up a loose end that everybody always questioned about in the end of issues was like, why no mustache, dude? Why no mustache? And they probably, they joked around about it after a while. Yeah, They're like, the shut up. You know, cause the mustache is what was making them right. evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we, they explain is like, he's bucking traditions. He's not. The old Vilger My Way. He's the new Vilger My Way. Okay. So uh, we have old Alan and semi-old Mark eventually go to war over planets wanting to leave the Coalition because there's too much peace, right? Yeah. Uh, Alan surrenders eventually because that's what has to happen because Viltrumites are fucking super powerful. Mm-hmm. Terra is not speaking to Mark over this whole war thing. Uh, the Coalition for... P- for uh, The Coalition... Kind of side. The coalition for the uh, There's a liberation group. of intimate tweed, uh, tree dwellers. <laughs> okay, or, or we'll clit. go with that. <laughs> or clit. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember okay. that from Silent Bob thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, her coalition's been sitting out the war. So they call uh, they call her and they're like, your mom's on her deathbed. You need to get up here. Okay, so uh, we think Eve's about to die. We see her super old. But then... 
she is immediately restored upon what death. What the fuck? She's immortal, apparently, and they don't explain it any further than that, but I guess you just have to take no, it for what it's worth. <laughs> that was, that was, what it, oh, it was an awesome moment. All of a sudden, it's like, boom! Everybody's all sad and shit, and all of a sudden, there she is, looking all hot with fucking perky titties again. <laughs> right. And they're just like, well, I guess I'm immortal. Everybody laughs, chuckles, and then you just immediately think of like the, the freeze frame at the end of an episode of right. an old shitty 70s sitcom, where it's like, well, guess I'm immortal. Yeah. Laugh track. <laughs> Okay, so then we have another time lapse. Uh, older Marcus is uh, he's he's actually about what we see in kind of prime Invincible era, where he's doing his mm-hmm. most battling. Yeah. Uh, back earlier in the series, uh, we see the end of a big battle between Mark and his son, uh, who was Kid Invincible. Okay, so um. He tells his dad that he worshipped him until he hated him. And Mark tells him time will bring their relationship back. Uh, the family is shown bringing peace and prosperity to various worlds. The new Viltrumite way. And then we have the final page of the uh, series between Mark and his wife. Where they're kind of looking out over where they live. And... Um, he says, uh, my father said what we have after 500 years... And then he just kind of laughs to himself. And that's the end of the series. Well, duh, because guess what? His dad done fucked up. He got himself a earth wife. Right. So she was going to die and get old regardless. But <laughs> Should have got himself a superhero wife. Should have got himself a superhero <laughs> wife because when she died, she just came back. He didn't know that. Though. Well, of course not. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was a pretty damn good uh, last issue. What do you think? Uh, I had one problem. Okay. And it was, why the fuck is Tara still living with her mom and dad? Uh, I, well, I if feel she's like... off being doing this fucking Peace Corps bullshit, there ain't no way she's staying it with moms and dads. She's got some lesbian love affair going on at this point. <laughs> you know, she's fucking saving all the space whales. That she ain't living at home with mom and dad in the Golden Palace of Beverly Hills, lay, lounging out at the fucking pool. That ain't happening feel like that's all kind of like speculative information no it's 100 percent fact well i yeah she is living with her parents but uh i mean i don't <laughs> because you got nothing because i'm right and you're wrong if that's your gripe i look okay so people that are able to get whatever they want in this world rich people in the real world right mm-hmm. a lot of them do live with their parents because they don't know anything any different so that they just do it because they can, right? Well, it's, they're wrong and dumb and stupid. So, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like while this this uh, issue kind of repeated some old information, uh, it was a good bookend. Like I said earlier, I agree with you one hundred percent. I feel like in most good superhero stories, the being a force of good for whatever world they're inhabiting in whatever comic Mm -hmm. is a good center of the story. And they really focus on that throughout this entire final arc. Mm -hmm. Now going back to what, uh, the, the battle beast thing, this is why I didn't want to talk about it until now. Okay. Um, I actually think that that's a good ending point. Yeah. It's kind of, it leaves, like you said, it open ended, but really what it's doing is, is it's saying that it doesn't matter how peaceful the Viltrumites help, you know, the universe to become, there's always going to be that one antagonist that they have. Yeah. And it's always going to be her. 
So there's at least obviously well the and and uh, Angstrom. Yeah, that is true. So now you have two. So I mean, of course, you can't have you can't have, and then everyone lived happily ever after, and there was no death and war ever again. Bullshit. There's always going to be that. It's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. But it at least says, okay, well, there's two people out there that don't want this. So, yeah, that's who they're fighting against. That's their goal from now on. Because they, cause that whole scene where he went onto the planet and they were like, uh, I guess it was him and Adam, uh, Adam Eve, and their warrior, their their big warrior, which was Tara, yeah. fighting that fucking creature. Right. And then at the end, he was like, oh, no, you're... you're your greatest warrior defeated my greatest warrior. Kill him. And they're like, no. No, I'm not doing that. And then he's like, well, then you have to kill me. He's like, no, I'm showing you compassion. This is how we do shit from now on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I meant by they were shows them bringing peace to the galaxy, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and showing everybody what their new way is. It's like, we could have just came in here and fucked everything up. And, that, and they even say, like, you could have just came in here and fucked everything up. But you didn't. Maybe you guys are right. Maybe this is how we should handle stuff from now on. You know what I mean? Um, so also, as far as, okay, go ahead. Also really crazy, but I was expecting like Mark to like, well, Marky to die or Tara or something crazy with the last issue. And it didn't happen. Yeah. I was kind of pleasantly surprised by that. I was, I'm glad that nobody else died in the final issue. I feel like if you were going to kill somebody off, it needed to be a little, it needed to be in one of the earlier ones. And, and they did that with his dad yeah. and with his brother. So, so though, I and mean, in a way they killed off, uh, Rex, Rex in a way. Yeah. But really what they did was they, they, like I said, it went full circle. Rex was originally in a fucking, little tube like that and then got a body yeah they brought balance to rex is what they did yeah they, um which i feel like is a super interesting way to handle that yeah not just kill every fucking evil character at the end like every other superhero comic would do probably besides batman um no because that, they gotta lock him up in arkham for him to get back out so he can do it all over again right that's just <laughs> the crux of that issue right there well and also batman doesn't kill anyone so that's just his way right <laughs> okay, so uh, we a little bit touched on this, but the future of Invincible is sort of open at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have, um, we do have a movie in the works mm-hmm. that is uh, is is uh, Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen and his uh, production Gold- partner, not Adam Goldberg. Uh, I think it is Adam Goldberg. Pretty sure it is. Okay, I was thinking of. Adam Goldberg. Well, th- th- there are. Well, there's the Goldbergs. The the guy. His name's Adam F. Goldberg. So it probably is. I'm pretty sure it is. Corrections department for next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they're working on a thing. Remains to be seen what that is. I think it's a movie though. So that's going to be awesome. Whatever that ends up being. Um, I could have swore that they tried doing a sci-fi television series. And it didn't get picked up. Well, they there. It's gone through. It's been in the works for a little bit. So they optioned it at least. So they have control of it. They've been pr- pretty knockout with all the stuff they've done so far. They, uh, they did this awesome show that I just started watching called Future Man, which I super recommend. Okay. Uh, they did uh, uh, Preacher is on AMC right now. Fucking great show. Uh, second season's better than the first season. 
Let's see. Uh, so yeah, so there's still stuff to future's kind of open for Invincible, which I like. Um, even though they ended the series. Also, I think that the last page. Yeah. I think that that is a perfect pickup point for if they do a one-off. Yeah. It would be like they're looking at over everything and saying, "Oh, look, you know, this is what I have for the next five. Boom! Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's. It's it's a good it's a good point to be like we thought that we were you know that we were safe but we're not dun 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 battle beast bitch <laughs> and I, throw I, the notes pages on the ground <laughs> that's what he just did okay so we are gonna wrap it up now though mm-hmm. uh, I guess we should do our ham and eggers really quick yeah my ham and egger is other comics that are not as good as this comic. Okay. Right. And and that and by that I mean, um, I don't know. I I'm not really a fan of either how of the way that Marvel or DC is doing things right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna throw Marvel and DC both in a fucking ball and say, you're fucking up big time. This is the way you should do superhero comics the image way, right? The uh, Robert Kirk, the Robert Kirkman way, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I have. I There's have probably exceptions, and I'm I have spe- something that I want to talk to you about, but we'll I'm, do that at a later issue. Okay, so. and I'm also speaking of a lot of ignorance on that. So, <laughs> uh, my ham and egg this week will be time. Okay, uh, and that's only because uh, May 22nd can't get here soon enough. Yeah, that is when the last Invincible hardcover Ultimate Edition comes out. Oh yeah. So I'm excited for it and yeah. not, but time's a bitch because you have to wait a month to read individual issues of a fucking awesome series like this. Yeah. Time leads to all of our demise as well. Time stands still. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> time stands still. All right. We're going to end with him terribly singing, Rush. <laughs> uh, see you next time, everybody. Bye. Salutations. By Invincible. Oh.